Je te mets à défis de me faire confiance. Je te mets à défis, je te mets à défis. What's going on, gang? Welcome to the brand new Tuesday episode of the podcast. I know we're a little late today, but, uh, you know, we're a little bit behind. I fucking, I broke my ankle, man. I fractured my ankle in like 40 fucking places. It's, it's a pretty embarrassing story. I'll be honest with you, but bear with me. We're back on track. You can now see we're on fucking YouTube. How about that? We're on fucking YouTube. There's going to be video clips, I think, every week um depending on i i you know this is we're all experimenting over here i want to see how many of you guys are watching on video how many of you guys are sharing the clips if you're watching this on ins or if you're watching a fucking clip on instagram and you like it share it you know i just bought this fancy fucking webcam i'm gonna be paying it off for the rest of my life so start sharing some goddamn clips people all right welcome to the show i really want to take this fucking thing to the next level you know what i mean you know what i fucking mean it's like, it's time. We're going to get b- bigger fucking guests, you know, even though I don't particularly love talking to strangers. You know, I used to have like an old fucking interview podcast way back in the day. I'd bring on comedians, you know, we would talk about, when, how did you feel when you were this? And where, where were you when you were that? You know what I mean? It's like, who gives a fuck? Like, let's just fucking hear some opinions. Let's make it funny. And let's, let's have that be the goddamn show. Um, you know, we talk about a lot of shit over here, and then we get into your emails about what's wrong with this guy, and I help you out as a guy. I'm like, here's, here's what's fucking wrong with him, all right? This is, he's, he's suffering from being a man, <laughs> as, as if I were like these great victims. I saw this tweet the other day that was like, uh, my ex hit me up out of nowhere and was like talking to me a lot and like trying to hook up, and then the day of hooking up, he... Uh, he told he canceled on me and then he posted a picture to Instagram of him getting engaged to his fiance. And uh, she was like making fun of the guy, but like, look, in some sick way, that is like men's process. You know what I mean? Like right before he's like deciding to get engaged, he's like, Oh fuck. Do I still want to bang Lindsay? I don't know. Maybe I should, maybe this is too fast. And then he starts talking to her. And then right at the last second, he fucking, Drops Lindsay, commits to his fiance, makes the big move, you know? And, and it, what, you got to trash him for it? Maybe that's just his process. Maybe he just needed that to fucking find out how much he loves his woman, you know? It, it'd be worse if he ran off with the ex. You know what I mean? It's better that he, he, left, you, he left you standing there. But no, I don't know why women expect men that we're like, we're these perfect fucking creatures. You know what I mean? Like, as if we're these perfect, yeah, I just want to do the right thing. You know, we're good. We're good in nature, but we have these fucking, I can't even say we have these temptations because the temptations are you. It's your fault. It's your fucking fault. You guys all look so good now. You know, I would say on average, I mean, if you compare it to what, like the thirties or forties, women look so much better now. There's all these fucking hacks. I mean, men look amazing in makeup now. Have you seen these guys on YouTube? They look fucking delicious. You know? 
And we're supp- it's our fault that you all walk around looking like the most goddamn delicious snacks on the earth, tempting us at every turn. And then you wonder why we can't commit. We can't commit because all your fucking friends are so hot. That's why we can't commit. And we're not going to fuck your friends, but this is the mental illness of being a man. You're just constantly seeing attractive women. And it's, it, our brains don't work like yours. You know what I mean? Our brains are very like, every time we see a hot woman, the feeling never goes away. Even my married friends, every one of them is like, dude, you don't understand. Like that feeling just never leaves. I love my wife more than anything. I would never fucking cheat on her. But every time I see a hot chick with those fucking summer jeans where the ass is hanging out, I would kill my family to be with her. That's how fucking, that's how strong, he doesn't do it, but that's how strong the fucking urge is. You know what I mean? So. None of that none of that rant was planned. I didn't expect to be that that's the way we start the episode. But sometimes I work myself up, you know what I mean? Sometimes. But yeah, no, I'm just you know, I'm just fucking around. But it there is some truth to that. It is fucking it's hard nowadays as a man. I think that's why we get so many emails to the show about men not committing and I think that's part of the reason. I think part of the reason is like the, as the girl, you got to like just really make Here's like the, I think the key to having a fucking healthy relationship that a guy's going to commit to, right? For one, just make his life easier. And I don't mean do shit for him and do like his chores and shit. I just mean when you're around, just do your best to not argue about stupid shit, you know? I mean, I've been seeing a girl for like, I don't know, six, seven months now. It's not like too serious. Who knows where it'll go? But I love having her around, you know, because like... There's no fucking arguing. There's no drama, nothing. It's so easy. Every time I call her up, which is a few days a week, and I go, hey, come over. Let's hang out. Let's go to dinner. Let's watch a movie. Let's do something. There's, it's just a nice time. It's just a nice fucking time. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no drama. As, when I was younger, when I was a young man, I didn't want that. I always went for these fiery you know, spitfire would try to argue with you every fucking second. And I would always be like, that's just what I like, you know, but then you get a little older, you realize your whole life doesn't have to be fucking arguments. You know, it's like, I'll be talking to like an ex or something and we'll get 10 minutes into a conversation and then get into a fight about nothing. Like about fucking, I don't know. Maybe like, did anybody acknowledge that Crystalia backed up some of those emails and we just get into a big fucking fight. And then I realized it's fucking 1 PM. Why am I fighting? Why am I arguing? I got, I got to go, you know, life doesn't have to fucking be that it could be relaxed. And, uh, you know, I see like my dad is dating now and he, he's with a, he's dating a girl who has a very similar energy where like she just, they're just relaxed together. They're at peace, you know, because that's, you got to start thinking about it. It's like, what's your relationship going to be like with somebody once you're in your fucking forties. And as a man, you don't want to spend your forties fucking yelling and arguing. You want to like, I mean, we're all dying in our 50s from fucking heart attacks. So you want to, like, you know, have a goddamn breath. So if you're trying to lock down a guy, I would say, for one, be a fucking, you know, bring this guy, make him, like, want to have you around, you know? And two, make sure all your friends are unfuckable and ugly. And that's it. He'll have no problem committing. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding about two, but. I think as I'm getting older, that's a big factor for me now. It's just who can I fucking relax with? Like, who can I spend a week with and not get into any stupid fucking arguments? Like, when you look back and think of all the energy you spent 
just like picking apart little things and like arguing about little things with an ex. It's just like, you know, I had an ex who like the highs were so high, but there was a lot of fucking lows and a lot of lows. And it's like, I think ideally you want something that's more on that middle line. You know, you want something that's more fucking steady where it's just constantly like, you feel like if a problem came up, you guys would be able to talk it out patiently and get through it together. You know, I, just the older I'm getting, the more fucking important that is to me. And I, I remember, I think Francis Ellis actually told me one time on an old Patreon episode where he was like, yeah, as you get older, you're going to realize like, it's more about just who do I want to hang out with and not want to fucking kill. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. It's just like, I got to say, like when I, when I, it's very rare, it's truly very rare that I meet a girl who like will put me in that space of, yeah, like she's just, she just gets it. Everything is easy. We have a good time together. It's so fucking rare, you know? I don't know what that is, but I think a part of it is like it's people who've had to go through shit in their lives, had to go through real shit, and they start to realize the little things aren't worth fucking getting all upset about. When you go through real shit and real problems, like it's harder to get upset about what fucking movie you're picking or how you always, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I, can't, I can't even remember specifics of what I used to always argue with fucking exes about, but it would be like anything because that would be like our energies. That would be, that's what you, and I used to always as a man look like, because, you know, we try to be good. And I'd always be like, what did I do wrong? I was always the one in the, after the relationship going, what did I do wrong? What can I work on? What, what do I want to improve so I don't bring that into my next relationship? Um, and every time I would talk to chicks I dated, there'd be none of that. You know, it'd be like, It'd be a me thing. Be, I learned not to date somebody who's so selfish. It's like, oh, so you don't fucking learn anything. That's what you're saying. Really? Like the whole, no, almost no like relationship that doesn't have like abuse or like, you know what I mean? It's like a normal relationship. It's just, the breakup is just one person's fault. It's usually fucking, if you guys really get into it, it's, it's two people kind of pushing each other further and further down fucking breakup road. It should be the, that sounds like a fucking uh, Bruce Springsteen song. Breakup road. But yeah, I don't know. That seems like that that seems like what's important to me, by the way. Um also if you're listening to the audio of the podcast instead of watching the YouTube, um, I don't know how the I don't know how the sound is gonna come out because I got it hooked up. I'm shooting this through fucking Zoom. So I don't know how how well Zoom, like I'm running it through a microphone that's plugged in my computer. It's a good microphone, but I think Zoom is going to water down the audio a bit. So this week is going to be kind of a test in how the audio is. Um, so you let me know. You let me know what, what what you think of the fucking audio. But, you know, try not to let me know too fucking harshly. I hope it sounds all right. But anyways, I was, um, it's been, been some shit going on. I don't know. I was at a, uh. I was meeting up with this gal the other day, right? We're out, like, by me. You know, I live in the Lower East Side of New York. There's a lot of fucking bars and shit around here. A lot of people outdoors, you know, having drinks. So I was meeting up with this girl. I was with two friends of mine. And um, she, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to buy her an ice cream because, you know, bitches love ice cream. So I'm getting her an ice cream to surprise her and because she's about to be there in a minute. And she calls me. She's like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm over here. So I didn't want to, I didn't buy it because I didn't want to like fucking, you know, I wanted it to be a surprise, but she sounded like she was, it was like urgent. So I'm like, oh, I'm like right out here. So she sees me, walks over. I'm like, what's up? And she's like, uh, 
She's like, uh, nothing. That guy over there just like grabbed my hand. I feel like I really want to wash my fucking hand. And then I was like, what? Immediately, I got very fucking pissed. I was like, what are you talking about? Who grabbed your hand? Right. And here's the thing. We're not even like in an ex- like a officially exclusive thing or anything, but it just drives me fucking crazy when men touch women when they're not fucking supposed to. It drives me fucking nuts. Okay, because just by default, as a man, you are so much bigger than this person. And if you're trying to fucking, like, if you, if you physically touch them, they could feel intimidated. It's just not fun. You just don't have the right to put your hands on anybody. Okay? So, and this is what I knew. I knew this was going to happen. She was like, that guy over there. She points, there's like five guys in a fucking huddle, right? Like, it's like a fucking movie scene. There's like six of them. Three of them are like fucking six foot five, jacked, like Dominican looking kids. And then they're with like these three like fucking artsy little fucking, you know, Brooklyn white kids. One of them, I think, is wearing a fucking tote bag. You know, like these these just super effeminate kind of uh, guys, you know. So I go, I was like, which one is it? And of course, instead of pointing to like the fucking big dudes, she points to this little fucking five foot eight, five foot nine you know, skateboard hat, fucking Brooklyn looking kid. So, and I was like, and what exactly happened? And I'm getting so fucking riled up at this point. Like, I'm trying to be sensible, but she's like, uh, well, I was walking down the street and he stopped me and was like, I'm sorry, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And I knew I had to say something, you know, or else, you know, I just wouldn't be able to live with myself. So he automatically leans in with this fucking like the corniest shit. And she just goes like, uh, sorry, and just like keeps walking. As she walks, he grabs her hand and pulls her in and he goes, well, can I at least get your Instagram? Like, which, which part of this two-fucking-pronged attack is going to work, buddy? So that's what he asked her, and she like kind of freaks out. You know, she doesn't want to be fucking touched, so she like comes over to me, and I'm like getting angry as shit. There's me and two of my friends, three of us, there's like fucking six of them. Um, and I'm just like, looking for any reason not to walk over there and cause a fucking problem. And just then the group breaks up, they split up, they go into like a group of three and a group of two. And, um, I'm like, all right, bam, this is it. And I just fucking walk up on the guy and I'm expecting this to be a full on fucking fight. You know what I mean? I'm like ready. I'm fucking amped up because you just don't fucking touch people. All right. You don't fucking touch, especially a five foot zero fucking little chick, you know? It's just crazy to me. You got almost a whole foot of height on her. So, and I'm like, hey, like, can I talk to you for a minute? And he's like, yeah. And as, but he doesn't stop. He keeps walking and he gives me like this side eye. And his two friends, these two big fucking six foot three motherfuckers, just like split off. They just like run through the crowd of people like fucking cockroaches as if like they knew, oh shit, we were being creepy. Now this guy's going to say something. Let's get the fuck out of here. So they like break off. No loyalty amongst these fucking chumps, right? So I go, hey, man, why did this girl tell me that you grabbed her hand? And he's like, uh, not me, man. You got the wrong guy. But he, like, very clearly was, like, fucking worried, right? And he, like, tries to break into the crowd. And I, all these people are looking, and I yell. And I'm like, don't be fucking grabbing people's hands, man. Because it just drove me fucking nuts. And, like, I'm glad it ended peacefully you know what i mean and i think what you have to do is you have to fucking 
in a crowd of people like that, you have to shame a dude and be like, don't just don't fucking touch women without their goddamn approval. You know? I don't know how these guys, like, I don't know where these guys are learning how to fucking talk to or, or pick up chicks. Like, where the fuck? Like, where did you see that? West Side Story? Where did that work? You know what I mean? Me, on the other hand, I'm like, I'm like afraid to fucking, I don't ever want to make a woman feel uncomfortable. Like, to me, that's just not a, not a fucking feeling I want to live in, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. But it drove me fucking nuts. And th- this is what drove me really crazy about it was what these guys look like. That's what drove me fucking crazy. It was because, like, they weren't these, like, big, tough guy, misogynistic-looking guys. You know what I mean? They looked like fucking woke feminists. Like, if you, if you picture, like, a hipster, woke feminist guy, that's exactly what th- these fucking dudes look like. And I, you could, I could see that underneath that surface, it was just this facade that was used to try to look like an ally to women so they could try to fuck them. And, like... To me, that is the most pathetic fucking way you can ever try to pick up women or get laid by pretending you're on their fucking side, you know, and then just like trying to friendship your way into some pussy. That's insane to me. That's genuinely fucking insane to me. It drove me crazy because I like you never see it being these like big fucking, you know, it's also partially because I live in New York, but you never see these like the guy you think is going to be like a fucking, you know, big, bad misogynist. It's never that guy. That guy is always the first to like step up when he sees a woman being disrespected. And it's because a lot of those guys grow up with fucking single mothers or only sisters and they know what's up, you know. But that's the thing. It drives me fucking crazy when it's these little fucking effeminate men who are like pretending to ally their way into your vagina it's just disgusting it's so deceitful why don't you just fucking learn how to finally make eye contact with somebody be confident in yourself and just fucking keep working on yourself until somebody's interested you know what i mean i know it's the hard way it's the harder route because it requires some fucking growth on your end but that's the only way you're gonna feel satisfied playboy let me tell you something pimp Get your fucking, oh my God. If you are a fucking fake ass male feminist that's trying to hook up with women, you really need to fucking evaluate yourself. I need to tell you your virtue signaling for the, the, the idea of like getting approval from your friends or to try to get laid. Fucking take a step back. All right. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. Have your fucking beliefs and have your opinions. Don't like just post them out there to get fucking applauded. You know, it's like, Especially if it's, if it's the same fucking opinion everybody has. You know? I don't know. I'm, and I'm not, this is not like a fucking dig at any, at any of these like big, uh, you know, big things that everybody's doing. But it's just like, I wonder how much of like, I wonder how many fucking white people who post shit like Black Lives Matter, which is a, a, a good movement. I think that matters. But how many of them are really just doing it to fucking get approval from their the, the you know a chick they're trying to fuck who's super into it or like their fucking friends like what are they covering up for you know what i mean this like public like i like on that somebody literally told, i am gonna sit in a room and i'm going to reflect on my white guilt that's what what somebody told me i was like what the fuck is wrong with you like what are you mentally ill like just be a good person just look out for people you don't have to fucking sit in your room and make yourself cry you know, like I, over what? You're 23. You're fucking, you're 23. What have you done that's been putting down other fucking groups of people, you idiot? 
I know there's system. Of course, there's systematic racism. It's like, but talk to your dad. Your dad owns a fucking company. Encourage him to hire more minorities. It's like, what the? Well, you didn't, you're a fucking, you're a 23-year-old liberal college kid. It's like they, they go online to fucking, you know, just like whip themselves to a post. Be like, I will do better. It's like, you're just trying to get attention right now. That's all you're fucking doing. Because a lot of us are just doing our part and doing better and fucking, you know, being aware. A lot of us have been aware for a long time, but a lot of us are fucking doing it without trying to get validated by everybody else online. That's like social. That's the thing. Like all these movements would be so fucking great if it was just people, the people taken to the street and not trying to fucking appeal to each other on social media. That's it. And I, like I said, I'm not saying people shouldn't be fucking posting shit for awareness. I'm not saying, you know, these movements are fucking bad in any way because I do support them. But I'm not fucking making my entire identity the fact like that I'm evil and my entire race of people is evil. And we're fucking, you know, and just trying to get approval from other people who think like me. It's just like, uh, I think to me that leads to a, a fucking mindset where it's just, it's a two-sided thing where it's either you agree with me or you're the worst. And it's like, I don't think that's going to get anything done. I think we got to fucking, I think we need some new goddamn political candidates who actually can provide some fucking value to the American people in terms of like being able to work in bipartisan ways coming together and i also think it's time maybe we we as young people really start looking at fucking independent candidates because like this election guys this is not it i mean last election i literally thought these are the worst candidates ever presented to the american people and this year it somehow got fucking worse you know now i would almost rather vote for that fucking epstein supporting bank funding bitch hillary clinton you know, even though she's just like the biggest goddamn career politician ever, her and that fucking family. But I don't know, man. I just feel so fucking unhappy with the American political system. I think that's a lot of people. I don't know. We need, we need fucking, but I don't think the answer is going to be more of this fucking, you either agree with everything I say or I'm going to try to expose you on Twitter. But like cancel culture fucking route that all these like extreme left people are doing. And let me tell you something. If you're a fucking communist in America, go fuck yourself, okay? Go fuck yourself. It drives me fucking crazy. All these, because here's who these fucking communist kids are. They're these fucking stupid Brooklyn hipster fucking fake ally woke pieces of shit. That's all of them. It drives me fucking crazy. And here's the thing. I see, like, guys walk around like a fucking hammer and sickle tattoo in New York. And I'm from... My people are Russian. My folks fucking grew up in the Soviet Union back when it was fucking communist. And let me tell you, every single goddamn person there wanted to get the fuck out. Okay? That's how it is. It's like, you, you could, let's work to make our system better and support people that need support. That I'm all fucking for, man. There's definitely disenfranchised groups that need the help of a system to, to help try to, try to correct these mistakes. And the people need to be the ones that push this into politics. However, we are not going to, and socialism is just fucking diet communism. So don't even get started on that. It's just fucking crazy. These, these like stupid fucking kids, like they don't want to work hard. They, they have like this fucking nihilist attitude because like, you know, their parents were disconnected. And it's like, they want to fucking turn the whole country into some socialist fucking dream. And like, it's, guys, it's not going to happen. This is fucking America. This is America. You understand? This is fucking America. People's blood boils red here. They want their fucking freedom. They want their independence. People want the chance to work hard. 
This is not, we are not a country where our nature is to take complete care of our neighbors. And that's why we need government systems that will help disenfranchised groups that, that need the help, that will support the communities that need support. You know? But where that, there's, a fucking, there's a world of difference between that and fucking socialism and, and communism. Fuck all of that shit, man. And I, you know, it's like crazy that like nowadays the, the extreme left has bullied people online so much that it almost seems like an, a, an extreme opinion to be like, fuck communism, fuck socialism in this country. That's what it feels like as a young person, because that's how much these like fucking blue Twitter checkmark cunts go in on the fuck on, on like, that's how much they control the narrative. And I'm telling you guys, if you ever let these fucking young, I'm like really worried about what happens in 20, 30 years politically, because if you ever let these fucking young, stupid fucking communist minded kids take over this goddamn country, it's going to be an absolute destruction of your freedom and your rights as people. You will never be allowed to speak freely again. Free speech will be the first fucking thing to go. Just so you know. Yeah, you just look at how they fucking run Twitter. Every single person gets fucking canceled or fired over a goddamn tweet. You know, it's just like that's the way the business is now. Like you either have a podcast and live off the income you make or you don't have a podcast and you risk going the corporate route and getting like NBC and show business shit. But like, if you have a podcast, you're pretty much not going to get that stuff because as soon as you get something, people are going to try to fucking expose you for an opinion you had on a fucking podcast. And, and going after comedians, by the way, is the most pussy fucking thing you could ever do because it's our job to step over the line and be funny and say wild shit. And, we have to, and t if you have a podcast, you're doing it two fucking hours a week. You're going to make missteps. It's just a part of the fucking territory. So anybody listening to a podcast being like, I don't agree with what he, shut the fuck up, okay? You know how many podcasts I listen to where I don't agree with what the person is saying, but I still like the person? It's like, when did this fucking thinking happen of like, you, I have to agree with everything you're saying or else, you know, I got to agree with it all or else I can't listen to you. These, that's the problem with these stupid fucking extreme left kids today. It drives me fucking crazy, man. They make legit, like, legitimate Democrats who want, you know, a fair system where people pay their taxes and people who are fucked get a little extra help and they make us look like we're fucking alt-right that's how that's like that's how you know their system will never fucking work and you never let those people get in charge but yeah this is a fucking we're alive we're on a live episode it's because we didn't have a patreon this week it's the fucking fourth of july so I'm, I'm i'm extra amped up uh but here's the thing with the harassment thing right with the fucking with with this girl who like got bothered by this guy so i confront him right then like 20 minutes later, we're going to the store. We're stopping at a bodega. It's like a really nice bodega. They have all these like fresh cakes and shit. And she just says that. She's like, oh my God, that cake looks so good. And the guy behind the counter goes, do you want a slice? It's on the house. She's like, really? He gives her this fucking huge fresh slice of this like Oreo cheesecake. And I was like, well, okay, at least there's a give and take, you know? You, you, these, these chicks, they get, you know, they get fucking bothered a little bit. But then you get a gigantic slice of free cake. It's like women live in this, this like completely different fucking, you know, system that men just have no idea, like of just being bothered on the street and then being given free shit by people who want to fuck you. It's, it's pretty insane. It's pretty, it, you know, it's a whole other world that we're living in. That, that's why it's the whole point of the fucking pod, people. I'm giving you an insight into our side, you know, but it's one thing about fucking Zoom is it won't tell me. 
how long this shit's been running. I feel like it should, because I don't know. I don't know what fucking timestamp we're at. Um, God, it's hot as fuck in my room. The fucking AC is out. But I got some emails here. I got some fucking emails. Also, if you enjoyed the episode, don't be a fucking pussy. What are my people at work going to think? There's no more work, all right? It's all over, people. Everybody's working from home. So fucking share the episode. Tell people about the YouTube channel. Fucking share it on your Instagram. Tag me in it. I'll repost you. You know? Fucking do the right thing. Um, and as always, join the fucking Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash love for a new episode every single Friday. Um, it's going to be guests this week. Probably going to get Eric on column or somebody like that. Um, so many great fun guest episodes on there already. There's probably like 50, 60 episodes for you guys to hit up. So join the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash first. Support the show. Um, you can also download the Patreon app and join there. Um, let's get into these emails, guys. If you have an email, send it to yungdaddyshow at gmail.com. Youngdaddyshow at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Um, it's called, Is He Ignoring Me? On purpose. Privet daddy. That's Russian. That's communist talk for you. When it comes to meeting new guys, I always wait for a guy to approach me because I'm somewhat introverted. I recently met a very attractive guy at my office where I work closely with guys from the military. I saw him every day. I would catch him looking at me all the time. My reason for giving this guy my number was because there was a conversation between the guys he works with. He basically told all of his friends at work, see that girl? Don't look at her. She's mine. Of course, me being excited, I had my friend give him my number. My line of work won't allow me to talk to him. From what, he, from what I was told, he was excited slash smiling about getting my number saying, no way, no way, are you serious? I haven't gotten any response back from him, from him for about three days. I'm not sure how to handle this form of rejection because it has never happened to me. I cried my second night. Jesus Christ, girl. Let's get into this. Um, your response is all I need right now. What should I do? Let this go. Love you, Lev. Um, listen, you gave a guy your number, and then he didn't text you, so, so then you cried. It's not appropriate, baby boo. It's not appropriate. You get, this is like, that, that right there is going to be a red flag to dudes. You got to have a stronger emotional control and a stronger strength of that. Like what, are we, what we're always talking about on this show is if, if they don't like you, it's their fucking loss, right? That's what we're always saying. So th that's the way you got to treat it. And also, who knows? Maybe he'll text you in a, f in a fucking week. Maybe he's nervous. You don't know what's happening in that person's world. There's a million things that could, could happen. His ex might have just hit him up the day he was going to text you. Maybe he doesn't know how to hit you up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe my next email is from him. Like, dude, I just, you know, I got this girl gave me her number. I couldn't fucking believe it. I don't know what it is. You know, maybe he thinks... It's not even a real fucking number. There's a million things. You never know what's happening in that person's world. So to take a rejection personally like this is fucking stupid. For one, you already know that dude's attracted to you. So what, how is this a, uh, an attack on you to take personally in any way? He doesn't know who you are personality-wise. So why would he, you know what I mean? Why would you take it in a way that it's reflective of you? So this is, we got to do some growing up here, baby girl. And you know, I'm only, I'm only telling you this out of love. But that's, that's unacceptable. We need to fucking straighten our backs, have a fucking, you know, have a Gatorade and go take a goddamn walk and go hang out with your friends and live your life. Go read a fucking book. Yeah, just sitting around. This is the thing that a lot of people are guilty of. Is as soon as you catch yourself sitting around thinking, why is this person hit me up? Why this is that? Go do something else. Go keep yourself busy. 
Get into that habit of doing that all the fucking time. So that way you stop giving a shit about wh- when was the last time he texted me? When was it? It doesn't fucking matter. Let it go. And also, he's not ignoring you. You didn't text him. So, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are like this. This reminds me of a lot of people of like, the guy didn't text you. So you're like, why is he ignoring me? Is this on purpose? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter what the reason is. There's, there's something is up. Doesn't matter. He might have just not gotten around to it. He might have other shit on his mind. Maybe he's going to be out of town. Who fucking knows? You know, but I, I can tell you this. Even if he does text you, you're not in a place of having the self-confidence and self-validation to make this thing work. That's the truth. So you need to, that's, you, what we need to do is drop all this other shit and focus on that. We need to focus on you, your fucking inner confidence, not letting uh, the fact that a guy won't text you once, you know, spiral you like this or upset you. That can't happen. You understand? Because like if you're, if you're 30 and you still have that same problem, it's going to be a real fucking problem. So we start working on that right now. Um, and because that's the truth. I mean, that's, that's most, most fucking young relationships, man, is like, you're going to fucking, you know, this, it's, you're going to have this level of insecurity and, and approval required. And that's, what's, that's part of what's going to make this shit completely unsustainable. Even if, even if he does hit you up, even if you do hang out. And then you add sex to this and then you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Now he's not hitting me up again. It's like, then how are you going to feel? I guarantee you're going to take it as some attack on your body. It'd be like, am I not good enough? It's like, no, that's not what's happening here. There's a million reasons why it won't work out with somebody. Statistically, it's most likely not going to work out with somebody. If it does, that's a miracle. So stop expecting everything to work out the way it does in fucking movies, you know? But yeah, let's work on your, let's work on your inner confidence because, you know, this is just like, you're a good looking girl. You can't fucking, you can't let shit like this weigh on you and you can't have this level of insecurity. You got it's time to grow up. We got, you got to be a fucking adult here. You got to be, think, imagine if you had kids, how you'd want your daughter to react in this moment. And that's how you have to do that as a leader, you know? Uh, let's do this one. Keep this anonymous, please. They all are, baby. Gail, they all are. I've been dating this guy for six years. After dinner on our six-year anniversary, we went back to my place, and I got naked. This is normal. I sleep naked. We were in bed, just like ready to go to sleep, and he got a boner and started to go down on me. He only ate me out for like two minutes. This was so short, I was confused. He then tried to put it in, and it was weird because I could tell he lost his boner. It was such a weird thing. My feels were not okay. Um, and I was like, let's just go to bed. It's super weird today and we haven't said anything. I don't know if I should or how I would feel. After dinner on our six-year anniversary. Okay. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, look, there's, there's a lot of shit that could have happened to me here. Maybe he got just really excited to like fuck you. Maybe his jaw hurt while he was going down on you and he tried to switch it up. Maybe there was just something. It sounds like the whole night was weird. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like the whole night there was this weird feeling between you guys you said there was a weird thing my feels were not okay sometimes the vibe is is off and that's what really fucks up sex um sometimes maybe there's something going on in his head i mean like i i lost a heart on the other night and it, it was just because for one i'd been drinking so i was like there was just kind of like a physical disconnection to my cock so it's like you don't you don't just sit and get like super upset about it you just go yeah like we'll we'll try this again 
you know, and then you, 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 you go back and fuck it. You do other shit for 20 minutes. You come back to it and everything's fine. That's usually how it ends up. Um, I understand why you'd feel insecure about this for sure. I do get that. Um, you guys need to have a talk about it. You guys just need to have a fucking conversation. You've been together for six years. You know, you should be able to talk about these things. The fact that you haven't talked about it yet is strange. I mean, this is something you guys could have handled in the moment, you know? So if I were you, maybe challenge yourselves to get you, get, you know, sharpen your communication skills on each other and like ask each other more, how are you feeling? Is everything all right? You know, have a fucking conversation, see what's up because typically, you know, it could be absolutely nothing and it could just be like, you didn't feel his cock at the moment. It could be a physical thing and maybe he's got his own stresses going on. So talk it out, have a fucking conversation. You know what I mean? It, it, it could be, it could be nothing. It could be something. Have a conversation about it. You're not, you know, just get in there and have a good talk. See where it goes. Uh, I think that's kind of the only thing you really can't do. Also, like, you know, maybe the, maybe the fact that you got, like, I'm not trying to blame you here, but maybe the fact that, like, you got naked just right away, maybe the whole, like, the way you guys have been having sex has been too, like, much of a process and robotic, like, he's too used to it. Maybe you got to mix it up a little bit. There's a million fucking things. Have a, have a talk about it. You know, talk, talk to your partner, six years together. Have a fucking talk. How the fuck do I move to NYC? This will be the email that closes us out today, folks. Um, really quickly, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube, go fucking subscribe. Hit that button. Hit a like. Uh, leave a comment. Hey, daddy, long time listener, first time emailer. Please read this on a Tuesday because I'm a broke bitch. I got you, baby girl. I'm thinking about moving to New York City next year from a southern city, but I'm worried about the transition. How would you recommend making friends and finding a decent place to live? I only know around five people who live in the city. Thanks for being honest. I always look forward to Tuesdays. Um, if you already know five people who live in the city, you know more people than most people who move here. You're going to meet people here. It's just going to fucking happen. You're going to meet people through your work. You're going to meet people through the places you go, your coffee shops, all that shit. You know, it's, guys, moving is really not that big of a fucking deal. Just save up a nest egg of as much as you can do it. If you don't like it, you can always move back. I don't know why everybody thinks it's going to, it's like this humongous fucking thing. You should move around in your life. You should go to other cities. You should fucking try out new things. You know, if New York City is like shut down for a year, I might just fucking move to Texas or some shit. Who knows? I, I plan on living in New York for the rest of my life, but who fucking knows? You got to be open to like, to hopping around a little bit. Go explore. You want to like live and die in your same town? I mean, you can if that's what you want, but like if you don't want to, then fucking do something about it. Like, like, that's the thing. Moving is a lot easier than people fucking make it out to be. I think that's a big problem. People are supposed to be moving around. That's how this country used to be. Um, so, yeah, take, take the fucking, if you can do it, if it makes sense financially, if you can save up some money and you can do it, you'll meet people. Like, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be exploring a whole new world. I will tell you, New York fucking sucks for, like, the first six months you get here because it's, like, maybe, like, three months. Because it's just, you don't know the place. It seems so big to you in your head. But after you're here for a while, you start to realize, oh, I know exactly where I'm at. The fucking, it's on a grid system. It's super easy to find your way around places. The people here are fucking dope. You know, and you'll find all your favorite spots and all that shit. So don't, it, it's easier than you think it is. Don't worry about it. Let, let us know when you're here, baby girl. Welcome aboard. Um, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to the pod. Do everything you can to support the show whether it's joining the Patreon, dropping a fucking five-star rating on iTunes, whatever you can do. Um, I love you guys. I hope you had a good fucking time. And I'll see you guys on the Friday Patreon. 
with some friends. All right, y'all. Much love, man. Peace. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com it helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.